Welcome to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller with you. Thanks for joining us. Glad you are here. Glad to be back. And boy, am I excited about the topic that we're going to be talking about today. I love more than anything else when you're just doing your thing and the universe drops something right in front of you. (laughs) You remember the old movies or the cartoons or something, you know, where somebody would be just going down the road or going down, walking down the street, and then boom, something just falls right in front of them. The dust kind of blows up and all that. That's what this was this past week. I was just, I was actually getting ready to just go around the neighborhood on a little walk, and I put the Pandora on, and here comes this. And what this is, is a recording by the artist's name is Krishna Das, D-A-S. His real name is Jeffrey Cagle. And Jeffrey Cagle was one of the original founders of Blue Oyster Cult back in 1967. He played with the band for about three years while they were still getting up and out uh, of the shoots. Their bigger hits came later after he left. There's a signature for you, right? Boy, that's that's when you know something is you're on your right path, when you leave and the band takes off. <laughs> but Jeffrey Cagle met Ram Doss, Richard Alpert, in during those years when he was in the band. And in 1970, Jeffrey Cagle took off for India, where he hooked up with Ram Doss and Ram Doss's guru, Neem Karoli Baba, which who they called Maharaji. And this thing that I was listening to is the story of that and much, much, much more. It's also the story of what he learned. The program is in two parts. It's called Pilgrim of the Heart, and it's on Pandora, Spotify, and YouTube. I checked those three. Pilgrim of the Heart. And he tells his story intermixed with these beautiful chants that his voice, I mean, you can see why it's like, oh, my goodness sakes. So his pay it forward has been in this life, instead of being the big rock star, he became the, he became Krishna Das and chants for his music. So as he was telling the mechanics of this story, he got to the true message of what his journey was all about, his journey to India, meeting Maharaji, immersing in that system, doing the chants, doing the meditating. And then he just hit the zinger. And I can't, his words are beautiful. His voice is beautiful. You, you can listen to the program. It's, it's there. It's free. I mean, it's something that they obviously want out and in your hands. But here's in essence what he was saying is, you know, we have these journeys of ours on earth. Many of us come from dysfunctional families. We have broken hearts over relationships lost. We lose loved ones. I have a very dear friend who right now, as we are recording, is on hospice. I worked side by side with him for about 15 years producing the Bassmasters TV show. He will be crossing over in a matter of days, and that brings me sadness. There will be some grieving to do on this one. Many of you have had recent medical diagnoses. I'm hearing that a lot. Sometimes we lose our source of income. And, of course, this world is just a crazy place right now. And then he said this. In the middle of all of that, he said, So, really, how much do you love yourself? Really, 
You know, this was interesting. It was on my mind as I was thinking about relationships. We can only love or be loved as much as or to the level that we love ourselves. And what he was saying is, you know, if we wake up and we become conscious, like you're listening to this podcast, you are at least exploring the path. And we do all of this work. We meditate. We might chant, not so much something we do here in in America, in the West, but they certainly do in India and in other places. We journal. We have our journal. Big advocate about that, right, since early, early on in this podcast series, we've talked about journaling. We pray. Oh, do we pray. We pray much more now. We do yoga. And all of these things, as he said, all of these things are good. They're all external. But here's the zinger. He said, your very life is the guru. Your path is your teacher. Your life is your teacher. You are your own teacher. Whoa. He said, think about the three things that you're seeking, the guru or the teacher, God, and self are all one in the same. God is in you. Your path, exactly where you are right now in your life, is your teacher. So he was saying, if you, in that context, if you try to bow to the guru, how do you do that? Because it's you. So as he was saying is, once we open our eyes to see that every experience we have had in our life is our teacher, then we accept and we embrace the path. Let that sink in for a second. Because, see, our whole life, I mean, the construct of our life and who we are is to struggle against that because the ego thinks that it knows the way. We think we know the way it should be. But he says in the message of this audio program is to learn to accept life itself as your guru and then to relax into it. That's the surrender. We surrender to the process. We let it go. We let it be. We open our eyes, as he said, and we learn to accept the way it is. We learn then to see through God's eyes, through the eyes of the soul. And then he said this, the path is through our heart. It's through love. What our heart loves is showing us the way of the path because that's what our mind will then think about. And here was a killer line. He said, when we, listen to this, when we can learn to love everyone, then we can be in love all the time. He told a story of a group of people who came to the guru, to the Maharaji, and they were asked, they were, came from America. They were asking Western-type questions. <laughs> and one of them was, how do you meditate? Guru, great guru that we traveled all the way over here. How do we meditate? And he was often short on words and able to go right into the message, to the heart of it. And he said, ah, meditate like Jesus meditated. 
<laughs> Could you imagine how that sat? They were like, what do you mean? We came all the way over here to hear from you, and you tell us to meditate like Jesus. What do you mean? And he said, meditate like Jesus. Jesus was consumed with love. Jesus loved everybody. Meditate like that, he said. And then he said, the more that you can long for that kind of love, the less you can stand to be closed off. In other words, to resist. Because in the resistance, we close off to loving, right? We close off to the path. We have to control things. But learning to trust our heart. He said, and this is a strong word, but he said the way that we do that is to betray ourselves over and over and over. There's a story in there that he talked about the first chapter, the introduction. He gives an overview of the Bhagavad Gita. It's in essence the Hindu Bible, and it's a story. And it's a story of Anjana and his relationship with Situ and with Krishna. And just for the sake of time, I'll let you listen to how he tells that story. But what he's saying in there is that the metaphor, it's metaphoric. The metaphor is that we have to, in essence, go to war and destroy as though it were kill or be killed in a battle. Those things that try to pull us away from our path. And often that is things in our life that we are quite familiar with but they don't serve us. And see, we're afraid that if we surrender to something that is outside the mind's control, that we will lose ourselves. And he just addressed that so beautifully toward the end, where he said, we don't lose ourselves. We don't lose our strength. We actually gain strength. We gain the strength to be in the moment. And then, as the battles come up, strength to face the things that need to be faced. The strength to trust. The strength to trust in our own hearts. That is the path from the outside to the inside. You see how I was so excited about this? He closed with these words, and I will too. He said, along his own path from rock and roll band coast founder singer to penniless in india basically he said somehow or another i found the courage to go ahead and trust myself no matter what it made me closer to other people and closer to myself whenever we can accept ourselves for who we really are, and our shortcomings, we create the possibility of change. May we all learn to live with ease of heart and with whatever comes our way. Namaste. And the only thing I would add to that is, enjoy the journey. I'm Thomas Miller. Thanks for listening. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.
The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.